Hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spin Rack, and today I'm doing a video on Kang. We're going to do the intro, and then we're going to do the Council of Cross-Time Kangs, because it kind of relates to the Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. So, so we can have some other Kang videos under our belt. And um, I already did the Ramatut. He was featured in one of the end, end scenes in the Quantumania movie, and that um, the idea that it was because Ramatut, um, Amortis, and another character that I don't remember what that I don't I didn't recognize who that character was. So, um, um, but the storyline is basically a um, is um, has bits from a bunch of different things. It's um, it's um. Um, I guess I think you, you can go to the battling between the two. The, all these characters come from, uh, I think, Giant Size Avengers. But since it mainly dealt with Kangs and Kang, I guess we can kind of stay there. So let's introduce Kang, right? So we're going to do Avengers 8 just to quickly go through that. You guys will see that. <clears throat> You'll see that and... Oh, this is off, of course, it's off. Bang, look at that. So this is the first appearance of Kang, right? And in this storyline, So this is possibly going to be a series of videos again, like all of them. And my plan is to not wait too much longer in between to see a response. I'm just going to do these because there's um, this storyline, the Council of Cross Tank Kings. If I can, I'm going to get to the Kang and Nebula storyline and and um, what is that in the Avengers after Roger Stern? And then that would lead to what if what if John Byrne stayed on the West Coast Avengers, right? So you're gonna have a double duty type of thing, right? So let's keep going. So through this, you see Kang, and I saw this, and I'd always wanted to see a Kang story, but I hadn't seen any of them. And then by the time I was seeing him, it was many, a bunch of them. So he was also killed in Secret Wars. So I was kind of, and there was it, um, so I was like, kind of, I thought the costume was cool. I was hoping to see the character in a comic book. He seemed like he was going to be in the, the JLA Avengers, which George Perez did and looked amazing. But that didn't, of course, happen. So let's go through this, right? So in this, the Avengers have been called to the Pentagon. They are heavily applauded, of course, and they're going to watch this and they see this ship come that can disable all of these great things, right? And the Avengers in this side are struggling to figure out who the, Dem they're taking the democratic process a little too seriously where they basically, each story, decide who's going to be the leader. So they decide Cap, it's his turn, right? 
So they go there and they get to see this um, futuristic ship that's able to, uh, you know, mobilize tanks and stuff like that and changing this ground, this wooded area into glass. Tanks come, he's able to mobilize all the tanks and Kang introduces himself and he basically decides he's going to become ruler of this land. And when he comes and he meets the, the Avengers, he is impressed with himself, not with the Avengers, right? And he has all these tech to deal with them, right? So as we go forward, Yubi Waza. <laughs> anyway, it shows quickly they will take out most of the Avengers and send Thor's hammer into subspace, right? And there's not much they can do with them. And then, of course, King doesn't need to explain, but he's going to explain to the people what happened, right? And he basically said he was already a time traveler, you know, call himself Pharaoh Ramatut, right? So it's telling you the issues. 19 is where Ramatut was in. And then um, FF Annual 2, which I, I showed you guys, right? And then he propelled himself trying to get back to the year 3000 and went to the year 4000. So he got himself armed and he decided to take over that area, right? And now he's gonna go, he went back in time again decided to take over the 1965. It'd be a rotating thing for comic time, but at this point, he decided to do it, but the Avengers aren't having it. But you see, he's not that easy to capture. A giant man tries to grab him and, you know, he gets knocked back. Iron Man gets knocked back in that fray. The door comes back again. Can't get through his um, force field. The Wasp tries to get through the circuitry. And he, she, she gets captured. Then Captain America comes in with the save. They get Wasp out of there. And the Avengers going for the kill, but he immediately, on his belt, is able to send all the Avengers into the paralysis ray. Now remember this paralysis ray because you're gonna see it later, right? So now Kang is this. Now this, when I saw this, I was just like, I saw this in the '90s. I was totally wild. I was like, this is everything that I wanted it to be. <laughs> Even though Stan makes fun of the headdress, I thought this was really cool. So uh, Wasp is out. She has a plan and she and they decided, and this is a key point to doing cool stories, is try to involve regular people, right? So King has taken over everything, another, brief thing this is pre dark knight and um what's that thing dark knight and american flag doing the reports to make this bigger i showed you in uh wally wood showing you how like this passage of time like a movie montage something that can give you a thing of just reporting going around the world that this is all um doing you know it's spread widespread without showing you it right so they want to come help. The team great goes in and they're going in to help King. So they're going in there. They're taking too long. They next you know they're clumsy and obviously it's all part of a plan. 
and stuff. And now they're off to the races. They're going to try to disable, and they find the Avengers and they disable the paralysis ray, right? And Thor gets out to get Iron Man out. And I'm both Thor, like, well, Don Blake was hurt. Now, here's a key bit. If you look over here, you know, Thor still retains some, some, um, some sort of, uh, some of his doctor ability. So people thinking of him as just a muscle head, he has some of the ability to, you know, I always thought he should turn surgeon. But anyway, and Iron Man has been out without power, so he's going down, but he's going to fight through it. And at the same time, um, Wasp realized they're not powerful enough to beat, beat you know, beat Kang. So she's going to use his own weapons against him. So she starts putting things together, starts figuring out stuff. And here's the key thing, she, kind of, she puts together this, um, well, no, actually, she's not in this ship. She's actually back in the, in Hank Pym's lab. So she's actually putting together something that would take out Kang, right? So she, this is a key moment for the Wasp. This is like Sue's moment of saving the Fantastic Four when you're about to die at the hands of Dr. Doom, right? So she puts together something that he was making and she utilizes her ants, the flying ants, and herself to take it with them. And now, Kang is the Avengers are weakened, but he's going to use this this canister against them, and then they attack, and slowly they're taking the Avengers down again. And Wasp throws his gun at them. Thor is holding them off, and at the same time. Jamin uses it and it sort of puts some sort of acid to his all of his armor and it shuts down a lot of his defenses. But then he has one thing else, a fatal missile. But Iron Man is able to knock it away through repulsor rays and that explodes and he's able to disable all of them. And then at the same time, he decides to use radiation. And this is his last attempt, but Thor has shown he can control radiation with his hammer and they send Kang off packing, right? So Kang comes back a few times, but this was a cool story to kind of give you a precursor to Kang. Say, like, to me, I was just kind of wowed by him. And he comes back and we meet Ravona, who's his girlfriend, who he, he tries to court while fighting the Avengers. And she, um, Basically, she kind of falls for him and she sacrifices herself to save him. And this becomes this ongoing romance to find uh, Ramona in the time stream, right? So for me, I was chomping at the bit. And surprisingly, I didn't buy these books when they came out. I think I might have. Did I buy any of them? No, this might be the period where I stopped buying comic books, right? This might be this period where I bailed. Right, so here we have, this is the the original Kang Dynasty <laughs> before Kurt Busiak, right? But um, any good name gets reused in Marvel, right? So, so here we have Kang, and then we have some wacky characters here. We have Storm, we got the Hulk, 
you have Colossus. So this is going to start to show you some divergence in time. We have Storm coming to the Avengers, right? She's a part of, she's an Avenger, right? We see Colossus with the president, right? And then we see Iron Man about to drop something off and they're about to open it. But at the same time, Tony Stark comes out of nowhere and he said, no, let's get, let's get this bum out of here. And he's like, no, I'm Tony Stark. And we get this explosion, right? And then we find out it's Kang the Conqueror. He killed the Avengers. And then at the same time, he's whisked away by these three mysterious figures that are over here. And they say, nope, what you did was cause a nuclear, uh, like a extension level event. You started a nuclear war and then they attacked you, right? So they killed, the whole planet was destroyed. So there's nothing there to deal with, right? But at the same time, he made a divergence in time, right? So this deals with what was in Ant-Man when you saw all of the possibilities. So Roger Stern was dealing with it where he was trying to, you know, point out this thing in Marvel where they introduce as, as you go back in time, you start creating these divergence in time, right? And it starts to split. So points out that in this alternate timeline, the Avengers won. <laughs> they stopped them before he could kill the president, right? And he doesn't believe that, so they kill him, right? And there's and these this Council of Kings, and it's only three of them here. And they're kind of like, you know, these Kangs are getting dumber as we go along, right? So this kind of goes to when you see Kang, he's more of a megalomaniac, saying you can kill the Kang, but it might not be the real one. So maybe the one in, um, what's that thing? In Secret Wars wasn't the real one, right? So one of the other Kangs, he starts to find this Kang with the cape. He finds his locale, right? And this Kang is impressed with him, right? And he starts to show him what's in there with all this tech, all this stuff, and he's really impressed by all this cool stuff that's over here, right? And in here, we see Ravona. This is the person I was telling you about, which is his girlfriend, right? Well, she's in stasis, but then she's alive. And he comes over. And he eliminated, he said, now there's only one left to eliminate, right? So this is an interesting thing. So what, during this period, Samaritan joins and the public is totally against Samaritan joining, right? But they're dealing with it. This name Jarvis has lost some pounds. And this is a great panel of um, Janet Van Dyne. I'm not sure, I used to buy these Avengers well, no, maybe I came when I came back, I started buying them again. Like, I think I stopped and then I started buying them again during the under siege period. Yeah, so that's when I was fully back, right? So we see the Avengers working on this tunnel. At the same time, they're all working together. And this team is um, Swass, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambo, Black Knight. Submariner, um, Hercules, and Captain America. Now, the only problem with this is that Submariner and um, the and Hercules don't have more scenes together. 
but they're just a riot together, right? So as they're in this tunnel, there's some, something that's going on. And then everything gets weird, and the Hulk appears. And Hulk dropped, but then next thing he changes into Giant Man, right? And he realizes really Hank, right? So this is a great mystery right here, right? So at the same time, this is the most bugged out favorite panel sequence in the whole thing. And if you read, you know that Roger Stern wrote Captain America, right? So he kind of gave Cap a, uh, gave Cap this, so you can see parts of Cap's personality, right? And Monica's kind of struggling with Namor, even though he seems to be normal and a little more nice, but he's just, she's not kind of with it, right? Captain America, and she wants, you know, she calls him Captain. She says, we'll call him Steve, and said, you can call, I'll call you Steve, you can call me Monica. And he said, Monica? I said, Monica Rambo, that's my name. Monica, you have to tell me that. I've been waiting to confide, <laughs> confide in an Avenger I can trust. Who better than you? Oh, Avengers, <laughs> we'll time that well tonight in Captain's life. Not more lobster. He said, pay no attention to Mr. Meat and Potatoes Namor. As far as I'm concerned, you can stop the Avengers um, larder from now to doomsday. All right, and then Cap says that you still don't trust, you completely trust them, do you, Miss Rambo? How long will it be until you t tell them to call him Monica? It was just like, wow, that, that, that panel is just like telling. I'm not sure if Cap was upset or not, but here we go. Going back to this scene where we had some mystery thing and they realize this seems to be like the space phantom right and then we realize they're in limbo and here's kang right and and he wants to keep them staying there he has some plans for them also get stuck in limbo for eternity and they attack him of course and then what happens, they realize Kang's a master of robotics and they're upset and he's happy. He got the Avengers right where he wants them. His plan is to take out all the other Kangs and um, he shall be the conqueror of all times, right? You see that next is the Kang Dynasty. So let's get to the next issue. See the growing man. He was notoriously absent. He would have been a great character to fight Giant Man, right? The growing man, well, actually, we're gonna find this not doesn't work out as well in this issue. The growing man should be really cool in this, but he's not. Right? So the Avengers are so the Avengers are still stuck. We got Cap, um, of the cap and Namor and the Submarine is working on this stuff. 
he said, Kang, you know, Krang, this is the first time we hear a, a mist a sounding different. Now, Captain America's taller in the Vasimas thing. I don't really see that anymore, but. And so these the other three vendors are still caught. They don't know where they're at, right? They realize it's probably Kang. And, and he changes back to the Space Phantom. And they want to get some information. I don't think the Space Phantom has been back for too long, but actually Kang is just not ready for them to get any information out of them, right? Avengers want the mano on mano. He's just laughing at them, right? Gets them all riled up. And now we've got all these robot kings. We've got all these plans to take out it and get rid of his last rival, right? And at the same time, this is Roger Stern trying to tie in Rom to Limbo. So it's the same spot where um, Kang and the Mortis deal with Limbo. Um, the Diorats are already there. So the Avengers fight up the Diorats while they're stuck in there, right? And the hint here is to keep stressing how strong Hercules is, right? That he's even stronger than like anyone they've had in the team before, right? Which doesn't really pay off because he's going to get, you know, going to go through Wesley. So, They're trying to work with the time platform that the leader had, but then um, Namor is still struggling to try to figure this out. And both of them are seeing that Namor is, there's more to him, right? And he's easily calmed down by Cap. Right, so the other Avengers are dealing with the Diorass and We realized that the IRS actually wanted to get out of the control of Kang, so they were going to they were going to hopefully get themselves killed. And now, of course, the the Avengers won't kill them, of course, but tells them the directions to the place where they need to go. And then they run into what they think is another robot. When they bring in the growing man, and every time you hit him, he gets bigger, right? And they figure the time slot, so they go, the other Avengers, time platform, so the other Avengers make it there, right? And they get right into the meat of the action. So Hercules is fighting the growing man, and then he keeps growing, but then punches him. And then it's over. And this is one of the hard, bad parts about the stern of Avengers, right? Because Growing Man works with the, the kinetic energy, just makes him grow. And then this is like he hit the limit and Hercules somehow messed up some circuitry, right?
And this is, he's finally, the one king in the council has decided he's gonna destroy the Avengers and his last divergence of himself, right? The once and future king. So we get to the last storyline. We get to see this. This shot is um, so small in this issue. This should be in the whole thing, but it's uh, it's in there, right? So Kang has got he's with Ravona. They got the what he's calling the last divergent of him, and he's gonna kill the Avengers and this Kang, right? So basically, we're gonna get the history of Kang, right? That um, his ancestors, and this is the Warlord storyline that I showed you guys in one of my earlier videos, which led to this character becoming Ramatut and then going into the past and um, fighting the Fantastic Four, then running into Doom, right? So Stern really liked to do the even more so than Burn using the flashbacks, right? And while Submariner is saying they realize Submariner has these fits of madness, realize Doom has used that against them. Right? And Hercules is fighting against, against the, what's the name? The paralysis beam, which he shouldn't be able to, but they're trying to stress that he's a god so he can do more. So they hint that being in there, so he decided we got to the 4,000, he decided he'd sling Doom, he would create his own suit, go in and take over, right? And he takes over that and decides he wants to go to a more vital area because there's nothing, everything's destroyed. And we're here, and this is the best part. And he said, we send Cat running, you know, with his tail running between his legs. And Kang says, luck, you heard me. It was sheer luck that you thwarted me that day. Thwarted us, brother. After all, your life did not reverse from mine until after that first encounter with the Avengers. Would you like to know when it did? He said, well, you mean when your life diverged from mine, upstart? <laughs> so we have this Kang with the cape feeling he's the key one. And this Kang still feels like he's the key one. Somehow Hercules is overloading the paralysis beam, right? So this is trying to stress that Hercules is like the most, like this thing is going too, too overboard with Hercules because he takes out um, Mortis. He's like, um, he's astronomically seemingly more powerful than Thor. And at the same time, you know, he gets stomped, well, he was drunk. So he got stomped on by the, the, the masters of evil, right? So we hit, we go to another storyline where the Avengers join forces. This is the early, the next storyline after, what's the name? Where Ravona, he's trying to win Ravona's love and she gets killed trying to save him and loses her, but he puts her in stasis while she was dying, right? And we got another storyline with Thor. I don't remember that one. Thor runs into Mortis and he starts to see all this stuff. 
and he sees Ravona in this Amortis' time realm and he connects back with her, right? And at the same time, he sees a divergence of a thing where she she survives, but the king, king dies and she starts to realize, hey, these kings are idiots. I got to take them out. So Hercules is... And Hercules is breaking through the paralysis. Now they all can move and they get they break out of it. But Kang is ready. So the well the leader of the council of cross time kings, right? So Avengers are free to start the frolic and do that. Now Ravona's like, hey, don't go back into this revenge thing. Right? Let's just just forget, why don't you forget about it? He's like, no, I gotta take this guy out, right? They're going in all these new robots. It's not the Mac robots like we've seen in the past. And they're going after the key king with the cape, right? So once the gun, they give the gun to him. It's going after the other king. The king's fighting the Avengers. He's about to sneak up on them. And what happens? Something in his armor, right? And he's exploding and he falls down, right? He's finally seemingly killed the last king. He's the last one. But then who shows up is Immortus. Immortus shows up and he's like, he is the, he's the other divergence. This is the, from another king from another timeline, right? Right? And he didn't know at this point, he realized that he's a part of, this person, right? So she is standing with with um. He said, "This is all the memories." He takes all the memories, and that drives King with the cape crazy, right? And the Mortis has saved the day, but the Avengers don't like how he saved it, so he sends them he sends them back. Where he said, "Now the Avengers will never trust you." So this is setting up a big thing for something later but this is where i'm going to stop we got to see the original king dynasty of one king trying to get rid of all of the virgins when there's still ramatut out there and there's still mortis out there so his plans were mute but he did get rid of some of the other kings right so there we go we have that done spinnerack is 